Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of For the Moms. We're your host, I'm Jessie. And I'm Ashley, and on today's episode, we are going to touch on some things in our last episode. First things first, I want to clear the air. <laughs> on one specific thing from last episode. When I listened back to what we were talking about, I was like, ooh, how gross does that sound? So what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about what we wore to bed. And I was like, I wear my period panties, my big t-shirt. I don't wear dirty underwear. I honestly don't know who would have thought that. I get what you're saying, though. But, like, my so-called period panties or the period or the panties I wear when I'm on my period are, like, granny panties. Yeah. Right? Full coverage, not sexy, just covering the whole fanny panties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not dirty panties. Yeah. I just wanted to clear that <laughs> Clear that up. I don't think anybody thought you were wearing dirty underwear. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. So I didn't realize there was a big controversy around this one person and this one topic. When I mentioned it in our last episode, I was just using it as an example from a reel that I saw. So we were talking about... um postpartum, I think. And I mentioned this reel that I saw where this one lady was comparing her like normal postpartum to this influencer's postpartum. And that influencer is um, Ballerina Farms. She has eight children now. She just had a baby. And 12 days postpartum, she posts all of this content about her doing yoga, her getting glam for this pageant she's in, all these interviews and this pageant, and she's in these stunning clothes and these stunning dresses, 12 days postpartum. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people under her post that she posted says, like, this is unattainable. This isn't realistic. Um, this isn't what postpartum looks like. And the other side of it is women saying that we need to check ourselves, that what she's doing is amazing. We should look up to her. Uh, if you don't like her content, get off her page, right? Basically saying don't have any criticism towards her because she's... She's had eight Superwoman. Yeah, she's superwoman. She's had eight, had eight children. She knows her body by now. You don't get to have an opinion of her because she's had eight kids and she can do whatever she wants, which is is true. But she also has eight million followers on Instagram. So there's going to be different opinions. And I think we should give ours because I had I had something to say about it. So I went down the rabbit hole because I didn't really know about her until when you mentioned her last week. Uh -huh. Well, we didn't mention her name. Yeah. Well, I didn't mention her name last week right. because I didn't know how big it was, how big of a deal um, her postpartum content was because I don't follow her. I've just seen her um, reels like just scrolling through. And uh, I didn't think to mention her name last week when I was talking about it because I didn't realize how big of an influencer she was. And I didn't realize the controversy of her content that was going around right now. Yeah. So when I mm -hmm. looked her up, I fell down a big, huge, deep hole. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow, this chick is like... Huge. Yeah. So 
I mean, it's not all over her page, but uh, she married into a very wealthy family. Her father-in-law, I know he owns JetBlue. Mm-hmm. Um, they're wealthy. Like, yeah. unimaginably wealthy. I want to say I read in some article that was talking about her and her husband, and her husband is an heir of a, like, $400 million company. Yes. So, like, insane amount of money. Insane. And I formed my own mm-hmm. opinion, and it's it's not really about her herself, mm-hmm. you know, like, what she's got going for her and what she does, like, outside of content creation, right? Mm-hmm. But as far as her being, like, an influencer, because mm-hmm. that's what she is. She's an influencer, absolutely. She has, like I said, 8 million followers. Right. And everyone has a right to their opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. First of all, from all the comments that I saw, I don't understand why people can't have normal criticism about someone else. Yeah, why can't we just, like, agree to disagree? Right. I mean, she is a huge influencer, and influencers are supposed to influence you. Mm -hmm. They make money from that. Well, also, if you're going to be that big of an influencer, you're going to have an influx of opinion about what you post. So you sign yourself up for the people who love you, but you also sign yourself up for criticism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And people questioning what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But the controversy that I saw was basically... About her as a whole. Now, like the postpartum thing, I mean, everybody deals with postpartum differently. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a friend specifically, and she bounced back in postpartum. I mean, she had a baby and like that. Amber? <laughs> well, Amber is one, but I wasn't thinking of her. But yeah, I mean, everybody deals with postpartum differently. That she can get up and work out and do a pageant. I mean, that is... Great. I mean, I. That's insane. I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't. literally could not imagine. Yeah, like I couldn't. But like, aside from that, as a whole, personally, I think that she exploits the genuine struggles that women face and in their insecurities. Hmm. That's big. That's deep. That's what I got from what I saw. Okay. From her page and what she posts. So I feel like she taps into that, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it's like so accessible to her because of her wealth. Mm -hmm. And her business. And that's left out. Mm -hmm. It is left out. Yeah. And that's a big problem. Mm -hmm. Like that's where the criticism is coming from. Exactly. It's not what she's got going on. It's what she posts. Right. That's my whole issue with social media anyways. Everybody gets caught up on certain things that people post, they feel a certain type of way about them because it is tapping into an insecurity that you have. But the things that she posts Mm -hmm. is some of the biggest insecurities that women have. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. And so when you tap into that and you post all this stuff, like you're leaving out that it's really accessible to you. Mm -hmm. If you have no financial strain, everything is less stressful. Oh, yeah. I I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that makes your life, you know, 100% better. It it does a good amount. It helps. You know, if we don't have financial strain, financial struggles, and we were able to do the best that we could do for ourselves and for Mm -hmm. our family, it would just make things a lot better. 
Right. But what I was saying was, I have to remember that they're influencers. So they're influencing you and they're making money from it. Mm -hmm. It's her job. Yes. It is a job that she makes money from. Mm -hmm. And I don't think these people are saying, oh, well, I'm jealous of her. So I'm going to talk crap about her, you know, and I'm going to criticize her for what she's doing because I don't have it. But if you're thinking, if you're thinking bigger than that, all women want to be better for themselves. They want to do better for their families. They want to provide the best that they can. So when you see videos like this and you see that, it's like what you're taking from the video and what you're seeing is not really what it is. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more behind the scenes. Yes. And it is her job. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like when we, when we talk about these influencers and stuff, they're like, oh, you're not allowed to have an opinion. You're mm -hmm. not allowed to criticize. You know, if you say anything wrong about someone, the army of followers that they have is just going to come after you. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's their job. Why are you taking the content creator out of that? Right. It's, no, it's not I, that's TikTok. Good. Yeah. Like it's not TikTok and Facebook and Instagram like doing that. I mean, they're pushing the videos, mm -hmm. right? But the content creator is making the content. I love how you say, why do you take the creator out of the content? Because you're right. I mean, she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing and she has 8 million followers. So she's doing something right. She's intriguing people with what she does. And I think what she does is wonderful, honestly. Like their their life and their business and their farm and their kids. And she seems like an amazing woman and um, a hands-on mother. My perspective was from the postpartum aspect of it. For example, like the video that I saw where that one one just, you know, one normal gal compared her postpartum to Hannah's Bellarina Farms. And she was like, this, this is real postpartum. What Hannah's doing is not. So my point of view is I get what she is saying because normal everyday women don't have the access to care and stuff that someone worth millions of dollars does. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you see her Instagram now in her 12 days postpartum post where she's doing yoga, where she is getting glam, where she is going out of town and has someone, you know, a care team caring for her children while she's doing all this stuff. It's because she has the financial gain to do so. And not only does she have the financial gain to do so and to feel like that postpartum, she has a crew of people making sure she's eating the best food, making sure she feels the most beautiful, looks the most beautiful, and that she, she has all this care. Normal women in 12 days postpartum don't have that. No, and they wish that they did. And I think that's where I get frustrated when I see the 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 women who say, check yourself. You can't check yourself. There's no reason to check yourself because you're looking at someone who has amazing things in life and amazing possibilities and a lot of financial gain from what she's doing. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? 
Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, you have an influencer who has 8 million followers Mm -hmm. and they put her up on this pedestal and they push her through social media and she goes unscathed. And that's what's shown to you. Yeah. I mean, you tell that to a, to a woman who's going through postpartum depression and sees that and has no one. And you're like, and who's questioning like, Oh my God, how was she able to look like that and feel like that? And I literally cannot lift my head off of a pillow. But if I, but if I'm looking at that, you know, and I and I have an opinion, and then someone says, "Check yourself." Why? But, the, but why? they're saying they're saying why the other side, the the side that's supporting her is is going after the people that are saying that it's unrealistic expectations. Well, for the average Joe, the average gal, and for the average mom here in America who has to get up and go to work and has only had six weeks in their postpartum period, it is unrealistic expectations. No, I totally agree. Not everyone has that kind of support and help postpartum. So that that was my point of view. I didn't look at her as a whole. Um, I just looked at the postpartum aspect of it. What she does and what she's created for herself and her life, it's all great. I think she, you know, I think from what I've read, I agree with a lot of things that she stands for. I'm not trying to hate on her, but I'm trying to be the middle person for the women who look at that and say, whoa, how can someone do that postpartum versus the the women that say, check yourself and check your jealousy because I just don't think that's fair I don't think that's fair I don't either in my head I'm saying like a woman that is that just had a baby if she's going through postpartum depression just postpartum in general okay don't watch her videos (laughs) I mean that's what I would really say because Mm -hmm. the way that you feel in the moment like you just want to feel better or you just want to get back to your normal self because you're taking care of a whole baby. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're having to go back to your normal life and your body's not there. So like you want that, right? Mm-hmm. It is a big deal to have your own opinion. I mean, like I said earlier, 8 million of you watch her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why can you not? You have an opinion about everything else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to take away from her as a person. But as far as her content goes, it's very misleading, in my opinion. The audience that she taps into is the average woman that doesn't have the financials like that. I have to agree with you. I feel like her content is, if you didn't know her, if you just saw like one of her videos where she's making like the sourdough bread and she's in her apron with her hair up and like flour on her face, you know, if you if you just saw that, you wouldn't know how big of a deal she is. You just think she's in her kitchen making sourdough bread. You just think she's a little house on the prairie 
And everyone wants a recipe, <laughs> you know, caring for her kids and her cows. And maybe she is, but she's also got right. money in the bank. But she is an influencer. So what is she doing? Yeah. She's influencing you. Mm-hmm. What does that mean in terms of ballerina farms? For some people, it may be influenced in a grand all way and you just want to keep watching every single video for others you're like damn yeah. how does she do it all and i don't feel like the people that have an opinion are doing i don't feel like they're taken away from her as a woman i mean like her as a person i i don't agree with hating on her at all but no. i think you should be able to say damn how is she doing all this stuff and why why did i not feel like that mm-hmm. when i had my my baby. But as far as taking care of and just simply providing for your children, if you, like you said earlier, if you take financial strain away from a mom, that's just a weight lifted off and something, one less thing to worry about. Yeah. And just the the bigger possibility for easy access to more opportunities. I don't know. It's a very touchy subject and you have to be careful because people will come after you for certain things that you say. It's just an opinion. I didn't know who she was. I didn't follow her before we had talked about her. Mm-hmm. I don't follow her now. I just I just saw the controversy and then I went to her page and I looked at her videos and I looked at the content and I formed my own opinion of what I thought as a mom of two and like seeing the postpartum and seeing and seeing all the stuff that mm-hmm. that's my opinion on it. I think your opinion is valid. I don't think you should go check yourself and check your jealousy. I don't think it's necessarily jealousy. I think it's just seriously questioning like, wow, you have eight kids and you're doing all this stuff and you post the little house on the prairie content. And then on the flip side, you have, a crew of people mm-hmm. taking care of your kids and, and you know, getting you ready for a, a massive pageant. I think it's 100% okay to criticize the content. Yeah. Well, I mean, she signed up for it when she mm-hmm. made an Instagram account. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, she's not influencing me. I mean, my but, goodness, you know. we signed up for criticism when we decided to do a podcast. Right. And I'm signing up for criticism given my honest opinion. But, I mean... I don't care. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's great that you stand behind her and you you like her content. That's fine. I probably like a lot of people's content that other people don't, you mm-hmm. know. But just, just, just to stand behind someone and defend them. And you don't even know them. And you're doing it <laughs> to a mom that's like, maybe the mom is really dealing with some hard stuff right now. And she's just giving. It's normal for people to give criticism. Like, that's what's just so mind-boggling is, like, any of the videos that I saw of people posting how they feel, I mean, people just ate them alive in the comments. Mm-hmm. It was like, you're just jealous. You're just mad because you don't have that money. You don't have a farm. And I'm like, well, on the flip side, what about the women that actually had to homestead? To survive. Yes. 
I mean, these these people that actually had to homestead, right? Like, yeah. they did it to make a living. They didn't have millions of dollars. Yeah, just sitting on the side. It wasn't. Yeah, like, it wasn't easy and, for them. And I'm sure that through her farm and through the business through her farm, she, you know, they've created this life for themselves as well on top of inheriting an entire airline company. I don't even. Just say it. I wouldn't follow her. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not a follower of her. Yeah, it's not the jealousy part. No. It's just my opinion is that humans are easily influenced in certain ways. Well, especially nowadays. Yeah, and so it's not that I want what she has, but I will always want the best for me and my family. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I see stuff like that, and I see that. You're trying to be in my world, like my certain world right now, but that's not the world that you're really in. I, it makes it makes me cringe. She's not completely innocent. No, no, I agree with that. She's not completely innocent. It's, it's slightly deceiving no matter how great of a person she is. Right. And that's that's cool because I'm not a follower of hers. This is going to be part of the controversy, but mm-hmm. I try to follow content creators that are a little more relatable. Relatable. Mm-hmm. And realistic to what I have going on. Because I guarantee you, if I have another child... I will not <laughs> be up looking like a rock star headed to the pageant stage 12 days postpartum. You or, know where I'll be? Eating french fries in my bed, breastfeeding my baby with my panties all the way up to my boobies. Mm-hmm. This is just how it's going to be. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. You definitely wouldn't be going to a yoga class, you know, I would Before love you to made sourdough bread at six a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would love to say that I was, but it just it just wouldn't happen. I'm going to send my husband to Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. I, I will say though, like in in terms of motherhood and a topic, like it's very it's a very sensitive topic. Well, I'm sure she's a great mother. Of course, I'm sure she's wonderful. But when you're talking about like mom content and talking about motherhood and postpartum post well see that's where i was at that's where i was at with this whole controversy mm-hmm. is the postpartum part because i just did not think that it was fair for a mob of her followers to jump at people who were questioning how is this realistic you know how how is she doing all this you can question it i don't know how she's doing all of it and i've had two children but then again she's had eight so pin a rose on her nose she knows she knows what she's doing so it's like great that she's got that going but yeah don't come after people that are questioning it because again she is a influencer it's her nine to five yeah all of the bickering y'all are doing in her comments are just adding to her engagement which adds to people coming to her instagram which adds money in her pockets yeah i mean Chase the bag. Do what you want. But, like, I'm keeping my opinion. If it was my job and I was working a nine-to-five, you know, I'm making money. You're not stopping me from doing that. Mm -hmm. I need to make money regardless. You can think, oh, I'm good because I have millions, whatever. A dollar is not enough for someone. 
you're not going to stop there. You're going to keep making money. You're going to keep doing what you're doing because it's working. Yeah, and honey, it's working for it's her. It's working for her. So, so do what you want. Pat's on the back to you, sister. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Jesse's not a fan. I, I, I'm going to be honest, though. I don't understand the obsession with sourdough bread right now. I do want to learn how to make my own bread. I just think the process is interesting. But for whatever reason, the <laughs> the sourdough bread, the videos I have seen are insane. You know, I bought a loaf of sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I bought a loaf of sourdough bread from Aldi the other week. Was it good? No, it was not good at all. And it molded in like three days. Oh, darn. I ate it the first day. I was not a fan. I made a grilled cheese. <laughs> and it was not very good. So, I, you know, when I look at sourdough bread, I'm like, mmm, it looks really good. It does. It's round and plump. But it's just the taste. It's just the aftertaste. I it personally haven't tried it. So, I'll have to. I'm not going to make it. Yeah. I want to make my own sandwich bread. I watched a video the other day, and it looks pretty simple. But I'm I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to tend to something in a jar over a few days mm -hmm. and then try to make a loaf of bread out of it. Well, you know, a couple years ago when I was doing the keto diet, I made my own bread. I made a cheeseburger. And I, nice. made, I made the buns. like mm -hmm. the Yeah, something the like that. Yeah. It took me like three hours. <laughs> and I was so proud of myself for making it. And when you're on a diet like that and you can't eat like, you can't just go to the store and buy some bread or go to. You can't eat white bread. Yeah. Like it was really, really good, but I was starving, you know, <laughs> but uh, I only made it once. I think it's interesting. I want to be more self-sufficient, but. God, where do you find the time? Yeah, it's just your hobby. Yeah. So, like I said in the in the last episode, if if I did that, I don't think it would take away from the content if I just said, "Hey, listen, my, my oven is like thirty grand." Yeah, like <laughs> Nanny Sue <laughs> is helping me while I do this because it's my hobby. Yeah, you just want her to turn the camera slightly to her nanny. Yeah. <laughs> She's the real goat, okay? <laughs> She's the reason I can stand here for four hours making this a one loaf of bread. Yeah. She's the content creator you really should be, <laughs> you know, loving. I'm just the face. <laughs> exactly. You know, I feel like people would still watch my content. They would just know that I just wasn't. Well, yeah, because the content itself is beautiful content. Her yeah. Instagram is stunning. Mm-hmm. She just, I fully believe she knows what she's doing. Well, yeah, because it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where we wanted to land this week. We wanted just to put our little fingers in the pot of the controversy. <laughs> One thing I won't be doing this week is making sourdough bread. No, um, I won't be buying it from Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse won't be buying it. Um, you'll see us in the Chick-fil-A line mm -hmm. and call it a week. 
Yeah. We're going to end it there. We hope you guys have an amazing week. Come over to our Instagram at, at for the moms pod. That is at for the moms pod. So if you want to call in and leave us a voicemail and be on our show, call 864-381-7895. So that's it. We're out. We love you guys. We'll see you next Wednesday. And always remember, we are for, for the, the moms. moms.